Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Over podcast, episode 49. How you doing? <laughs> I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by two of the best co-hosts you can ask for in the world. To my left, we have the 10th wonder of the world, Ticklish himself, Richard Garcia. How's it going, everyone? Ooh. And rounding out the crew for today, we have everybody's favorite uncle, the $100 man, Bobby Diaz. What's up, baby? Great to be in the studio today. Byron is not here today. That blood aid's got him, man. I don't think he's a 49er fan. Yeah, that, yeah that, that must be it, right? That has to be it. Um, I, I mean, I miss him. He's not here. Uh, but we're going to do it without him. Uh, good luck to Byron wherever you are tonight. Um, I have a small confession to make, guys. Confess off the top of the off the top of the show. I was doing good for a little while. I lost a little bit of weight, and it has come back with a vengeance. I, I went from like losing thirty pounds to like a net of like ten pounds now, and like the shirts are starting to feel tight again. It's not a good look. <laughs> Got to get back on that wagon, dude. I I really do. It's 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 a little uh. Consistency is key, my friend. And, you know, I was doing so good for a while. And then I just was like, I can have some pizza here. I can have some Wingstop here. And it just bled into like a just eat whatever, every day eat whatever now. You want. Now it's every day, bro. That sucks, man. Just get back on it, dude. That's, yeah. That's I mean, all I could say. This is supposed to be a funny bit, but it's, it's, it, you guys, come on. You guys make fun of me. You guys roast me if you want. Um, we're here for moral support, bro. <laughs> you quitter. Come on, man. We're here. We're your friends. <laughs> hey, uh, man. Why you? Why do you have a slice of pizza in your hand? What the fuck? Uh, that was uh, from earlier. God damn, <laughs> I, dude. I didn't eat it. I didn't. Why is eat there? It? A cake? You know, the whole point of confessing means you're, you're not doing it again. Instead, you're just uh, you're making it worse, bro. Put it I, down. Uh, I, well, I only had one thing to eat today. Um, I just had a sandwich. That's not good. No, the problem was it was an ice cream sandwich. Ooh, there it is. I love that joke. Um, let's see what else. I went to the dentist. Well, we can get into this a little hey, bit. Hey, 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 hey. I'm, hey I got to go to the dentist tomorrow, dude. Do you really? I really do. What are, what are you getting done? Get my wisdom teeth pulled. I thought you were going to say breast, breast implants. <laughs> oh, and, and penis enlargement. <laughs> I know they, a guy. They do that at the dentist? Is know, that like a Mexican a, dentist? A Mexican dentist, dude. <laughs> Damn. Uh, wisdom tooth taken out? That that can't be fun. Wisdom tooth, wisdom tooth slash dick enhancement. Oof. So you're already enhanced as it is. I'm gonna be super enhanced. <laughs> you're gonna go to nine thousand. No, 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 no. My, my, my mouth will probably be like really, really sore and shit. Or not? Who knows? Mouth and dick, mouth both and dick, sore. Yeah. Um, I they, I've gone to the same dentist for a while now, and I don't, I don't like it. Um, they suck. They they just gouge me for a bunch of money. And they're condescending as shit, right? Yeah, like, well, not really condescending, but, like, every time I go in there, they're just, like, trying to set me up to get more money away from me. I'm like, ah, I don't really have any money. Like, oh, you just use our credit card. Just use a credit card. You can do it. No. Wait, 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 wait. They have a credit card? It's called uh, Care Credit. So, like, they do this thing where, like, I can't, um, they provide services that aren't covered by my insurance. Yeah. And they make me, like, you know, we... We could put this crown on, but we only use this special epoxy. We don't use the stuff that's covered, so you're going to have to pay for that out of pocket. And I fell for it. I fell for it. I should have just told them, no, I'm not I'm not going to do it. But I let them do it. And if you ever want to go four times for the same crown, go to Sunshine Smile Dentistry. Shout out to Sunshine life? Dentistry. Four times. My, my crown has fallen out th- twice. Why are you going to the same place then? I don't know. They're nice. They're nice people. They just aren't good. That's bad, man. They they gouged you for money. They they got you. So I had to go back yesterday. They, they gave Simon me gotcha. you. Oh. They they uh they gave me a silver crown, a temporary crown. So like now I look like those kids like in elementary school that had like silver teeth. Yes. I we, have oh. <laughs> I have that going on inside my mouth now. We know all too well. I don't. I remember I just I remember just seeing like little like Mexican kids with just Yep. All their teeth were silver. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember the last time I had a cavity, so I don't know how that feels. And he's never oh. gone to the dentist. Oh. Oh. I don't. I don't eat candy. I brush my teeth and floss. Fuck you, dude. Hey, man. the The worst that's ever happened to me is I got my wisdom teeth pulled. That was it. Well, I've never had a root canal. I've never had like pray pray it stays that way. Oh, I hope so, yeah, man. You lucky fuck. 
but yeah, now I'm rocking silver teeth. You know, can't get the gold. Gotta get the silver. We want the gold, sucker! Anyways. Gold costs too much. <laughs> Let's get into the show. Let's give it up to our sponsors, WrestleCrate.com. If you're ever in the market for a mystery loot box and you want the best, look no further. Go to WrestleCrate.com. Use our promo code PUTMEOVER. And in turn, that website will put you over and you're going to get 20% off your first month's crate uh, order now. We are we are hearing that they are shipping soon for the March crate. So definitely get in on that. Also, our promo code works at LapelYeah.com. Go to LapelYeah. They got a lot of cool stuff. Pins, stickers. T-shirts, a lot of merch, a lot of merchandise going on over there. Go to lapelia.com for the finest in wrestling merch. Use our promo code there. Put me over for 20% off your entire order. Pretty sweet. That is really sweet. Let's uh let's let's pick the, up the, the energy, deal. guys. Let's go. Come on. Um, what else? Um I think that's it. I think so. We- Oh, we have our own store. We do have our oh, own yeah. store. Put me over. Put me over. Com. I like how we're not putting over our store. We we put over a lot of people. But not us. But not ourselves. We're, we're too selfless. We don't sometimes. like going to business for ourselves, brother. That's our problem, dude. <laughs> uh, put me over. Com. We got a lot of cool new merch up in the store right now. Use the promo code Flaccid for fifteen percent off your entire order. Um, great quality shirts. I have one. Uh, my girlfriend has one. I got a tote. Um, you know, just trying to put my own kids through college with my own money. Uh, <laughs> my whole family bought one. <laughs> Bobby's one entire family bought a Bobby T-shirt. That support, bro. That's pretty awesome. Birdsy and Smithers need a good college education nowadays, right? I mean, they really do. They're my two little turtle boys. are going to grow up to be turtle men one day, and I just need them to be set up. You know, <laughs> they got to go to they got to go to college, man. They got to they got to. Well, they're going to graduate one day. Put them in the sewer. You know, <laughs> learn from Master Splinter. And then they'll come back and they'll like get my back whenever I need them, dude. Exactly. <laughs> oh, dude, I take down the evil, that, the I, evil doers. I cannot wait for that, dude. Now that I have the picture <laughs> in my head, now, dude. You and your turtle kids, dude. Yeah, dude, they they got my back, dude. It's oh, all good. That's that's good, man. Um, we wasted enough of your time. Let's get into the show. Let's get into some dicks, dirty news. What? There's no camera. They can't see you I jerking know, off. I just wanted to jerk off right now. I just wanted to do that. <laughs> just, be, just pretend you're watching me going like, you know, flip, stop, whatever. Get one last jerk off in yeah, before uh, the dentist enhances you. Yes. Or maybe maybe it's not enhanced. Who's your dentist? I, th- I was hoping you guys were going to give me uh, Isaac Yankum. That is my dentist, actually. Is Dr. it really? Dr. I Yankum. <laughs> oh, man. You know who came up with that name? Vince McMahon. Bobby Heenan. Oh. I did. I, what is this story? He um I guess it was like uh he was backstage and like I guess when like one of the one of the wrestlers was going to a dentist and he was like, Oh, you're gonna go see the old doctor, huh? Doctor I Yankum, huh? And then Vince liked that name so much that that's how he gave Kane um Isaac Yankum DDS. That's fucking <laughs> terrible. <laughs> how did, why would he do that? Because Vince just likes the weird stuff, yeah. man. But Bobby Heenan though, I mean that's a that's that would be that's something Bobby that's Heenan something would Bobby say. Bobby Heenan would say. For sure. Yeah, that's oh my god, that's fucking that's pretty awesome. And of course, Vince has to make a gimmick out of it. (laughs) Just so you know, you can say anything in front of Vince, and he's gonna make it a gimmick. (laughs) He always comes up with shit like that. You like? uh, I forget. Uh, There's a lot of of dumb shit. You you like trash? Well, we're gonna call you Duke the Dumpster (laughs) Drossy. You a baseball player? What was a baseball player's name back in the day? Ooh, he used to just come out with like. A baseball like face paint, right? Yeah, like a bootleg, uh, like a what was that? Um, the baseball furies from the uh, furies. There yeah. you go from the Warriors movie. Yeah. Um, but cool. Let's get into like, cool, cool. Let's talk about the news though. Well, um, we got another inductee to the Hall of Fame. Harlem Heat is going in, which makes Booker T a two-time Hall of Famer. Two-time, two-time. I'm waiting for him to be the five-time. Harlem, he, he might go in his GI Bro soon. Who knows? <laughs> I like that they are the only exclusive and WCW uh, tag team to be. That's true. <laughs> Not only tag team, but exclusive WCW talent uh, that's in the in the Hall of Fame. That's so pretty cool for this year. Has there ever been a exclusively WCW talent in the Hall of Fame right now? 
like what a like Sting or maybe like Stevie Goldberg. Ray, Stevie, Ray Sting never, Stevie Ray never wrestled for WWE. Um, Booker T has clearly. Um, I'm trying to think. But Harlem Heat was never in WWE. They never were as a tag team. No. No. But I don't think anybody else has a been exclusively WCW and in the WWE Hall of Fame. I can't think I can't think of it. If you guys could because think of Because it doesn't exist, brother. I'm telling you. It doesn't exist. They're the only ones, the first ones. That's pretty crazy. That that's some wild news. Like WCW only talent in the WWE Hall of Fame, right? Yep. Yep, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Damn. Well, that's pretty fucking cool, man. I mean, yeah, good for, I mean, they deserve it. Obviously, Harlem Heat was super over in WCW. Um, they were the most dominant tag team in WCW. Six time? Six time? Ten time. Ten time. Ten time tag WCW champions. World Champions. Um, I liked Harlem Heat a lot. I mean, I actually like Stevie Ray more than Booker T. He was a that. powerhouse. He yeah. was the power, dude. And, and Booker yeah. T was no small dude either. He's a big dude. That Harlem hangover, though. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you. I mean, that's really, that has to be. That has to be in their induction yeah. ceremony. That has to be in the promo package. It has to be, man. If it's not, I'm going to be upset. The look of Booker T's face when he realizes <laughs> what he says. His hands just go right in his head and Sherry's just trying to play it cool. Like, don't worry about you it. You fucked up with the <laughs> smile Don't worry about it. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> but did you hear how Harley first came in or like how they're going to bring them up to uh, WCW? No. Okay. So apparently the original storyline for them was that um, they were supposed to be introduced by Colonel Parker as um, as two black guys in chains after they won after he won them from a poke from a no. poker game. No, that's no, yeah. that can't be real. Is that real? Mm-hmm. That that's fucking awful. And uh, for obvious reasons, they didn't go <laughs> they didn't go along with it. So. Luckily, yeah. Um, that would have been so bad. That would have been, been terrible. But whose bright idea would that be, dude? WC, someone in WCW. You don't have Vince McMahon to blame it on. Yeah, you yeah. can't blame Vince on that one. That's uh, one of those old, one of the Southern boys right there. They thought it was a good idea. The good old boys. The good old boys. That's so bad. Um, but yeah, like coming in it, with two big black guys in chains, not a good idea. I, I'm down with Harley. I mean, if the, if, the, if I have two. Two options. I'm going Harlem Heat 100 percent of yes, the time. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's go with option B. <laughs> Even though none of them are from Harlem. Anybody else got another idea, <laughs> guys? Guys, uh, how about they're from Harlem? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go with that, that one. Let's go with Plan B. Dude. Yeah. They were the shit. I because I really liked them. Because growing up, I watched more WCW than I did. WWF? Really? Yeah, because, I mean, it was always on. Like, I, I, whenever I turned on the TV, it was, like, the first thing I went to, and it was already on. And then NWO, like, it, just, it, it got my attention like no other. I mean, NWO was dope in the beginning, and then yeah. they just started ruining every single match, and I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah, but definitely Harlem Heat was, like, the shit. Like, they were so fucking cool. Yeah, definitely deserving to be in the Hall of Fame. Good on them. What else we got, Dick? Well, let's see. Um, speaking of tag teams, uh, the Good Brothers, they have decided not to sign a new contract with WWE. Um, it seems like they're going to be playing their options at the moment. Just because they didn't sign doesn't mean they're, go- they're going to re-sign with them eventually. So um, they're going to see how, how the waters turn out. <laughs> um, the leverage is actually on them. They have the advantage. Um, it depends on what they want to do. Um, I know Doc Gallows is... a Luke Gallows, Doc Gallows. I know he doesn't have he doesn't have any kids, so he can kind of do whatever he wants. Carl Anderson, he's got like a shitload of kids with his hot Asian wife, <laughs> so he's got he's got to think about that. He calls her his his hot, his Asian, hot Asian wife. wife so and, um, let's be, let's keep it kayfabe. You're good good on you, brother. And to be fair, I'll shoot on that. And he'll <laughs> shoot on what? I'll shoot on that kayfabe, and it's real. And she is hot. She he does have a hot Asian wife. Yes, good on you, good, good brother. On Car- good on you, Carl. Um. So yeah, it really depends on what they both want to do. Um, they can always go back to Japan, AEW. You know, they're they're good friends with the with the Bucks and Cody. Got a lot of buddies over they there. Got a lot of buddies over there, and then also with the TV contract that if AEW does get well, not if but when, because it seems like that they're closer and closer to that TV contract. That's big money as well. So they might make more money in AEW, working the same schedule instead of with WWE or they might get a bigger deal a better deal with WWE it just depends on 
what's going to happen in the next couple of months. So this should be interesting. Well, yeah, the contract doesn't end until the fall. So, I mean, there's a lot Correct. of time to fix anything that they're not happy with. But when's the last time you've seen him on TV and, like, something that's meaningful? They have been very underutilized. And that's a, that's a real shame because when they first came over here, the, the, the hype train on them was real. Like, oh, big time. Especially especially on Carl uh, Anderson. Like, he's a very, very good wrestler. That does, you don't you don't get to see what he's truly capable of, because they don't they don't allow it. They only have him wrestle five six minutes at a time, and you can't see much. And they're putting over the B team. They're putting over every other tag team. <laughs> the the bar. ascension. And Again. and Luke Gallows has improved so much from the last time he was in WWE. Oh, like, for sure. Like when he first started, him remember him as Bootleg Kane. Bootleg Kane. Oh, he was the he was the the other Kane, right? He was the other Kane? Yeah, yeah. that's right. I remember. And the Festus, Festus gimmick. Oh, God. And and with CM Punk, I mean, he started developing his own once he hooked up with CM Punk. That's when that's when I, I really, like, cared about, you know, yeah. Luke Gallows. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a weird one when they... Because they got a lot of time to do what they want. But honestly, I kind of want them to go the other route and not go to WWE. Because they fucking ruined them, man. They teased, like, a Bullet Club thing with... AJ and with Finn. Dude, they had it in their hands and they were like, nah. Dude, it was ripe for the picking, man. And they just totally blew it out the fucking water and just did some bullshit with them. And now they haven't even fucking been on the show. And it's like, and they're a tag team that they could use. They Like, definitely like, they could use. For sure. Agree. And I don't understand why they keep going this other route and using the bar for the fucking millionth time. Using fucking New Day for the millionth fucking time. It's like, dude, they could have easily threw the belts on them and made them a fucking stable, like a badass fucking stable. I don't think Vince likes stables. I think that's what I'm hearing right now. He's not a fan of stables. But, I mean, who doesn't like a good stable, you know? Look at look at what the Undisputed Era is doing in NXT. Like, they're the shit, and everyone knows it. Um, and, and that's all Triple H. So, yeah, you know, I it's I don't understand why, why he didn't go with it because, you know, AJ had the belt. He could have easily just threw the tag team belts on them and then made them a dope ass freaking three man stable like a fucking force to be reckoned with. Well, they had them they never committed to it. They yeah. had them tag with Finn a couple times and I think they had them tag with AJ a couple times, but they never committed to anything, you know. They were the club for uh, for about a good 2 months or so and then yeah. Once they did the once they did the brand ex, once they did the brand extension and AJ went to SmackDown and those guys stayed on Raw. Then it just got lost in the shuffle. Maybe maybe a couple of reunions here and there. Um, I know they did a Balor Club. They actually did the actual Balor Club with uh, with Gallows, Anderson, and Finn on the 25th anniversary of Raw a while back. Yeah, they two sweeted uh, DX. Yeah, and that was it. Fucking bullshit. And they should have and and agreed they should have done more, but for whatever reason, it wasn't part of their it wasn't part of the grand plan. It was too much for being AJ's house. What else we got, Dick? Pretty much, that's. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about the Enzo Mori interview. Um, we were watching a few minutes ago, in which, um, he went hard on Simon God. They can't see your air quotes, bro. I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> doing it to you guys. <laughs> you got to let the listeners know that you're not. You're being. Well, I'm doing the air quotes, by the way. So. <laughs> Anyways, um, we all watched it. What are you guys' thoughts on that um, shoot interview? Well, here's my thing. The headline was. Enzo Mori buried Simon Gotch, and he didn't bury Simon Gotch. He told a story about one time when he said something cool in promo class. He didn't bury Simon Gotch. I actually like Simon Gotch. I like him a hell of a lot more than I like Enzo Mori or whoever, whatever he, call, he calls himself these days. It just sounds like he's like, well, if he threw me in the ropes hard on purpose, then we're going to have a problem. And if he did, you're not going to do shit, bro. Yeah, I mean, they're never going to run into each other. And if he... Even if he does, like, that means that he, like, cares that much more. It's like, dude, it fucking happened. You got fired, man. Like, who gives a shit? Gotch is a professional. He, there's no way he would go into business for himself uh, to hurt somebody. You, that's, like, the unwritten rule. And Gotch has a lot of uh, respect for the business uh, as a whole. He's not going to do something like that to anybody. Um, last, I mean, who was it that, uh, that Japanese wrestler that, um, fucked up that other one, uh, the the woman wrestler. Oh no, that was a uh, um, uh, sexy star. 
No, well, I don't know if it was sexy star, but there was one where like she just was shoot punching her. Right oh, in the face. this happened a while back. Um, yeah, that's someone that went into business for themselves. Yes, and you know got fired immediately. And she got blacklisted as well. And yeah, rightfully so because when when you're taking liberties on someone who's already concussed, who's already knocked out, and you're stomping on them and you're punching them, and their head is uh, ricocheting back and um, you know on and off the canvas. You're you're obviously doing it. number one. You're, you're you're in a business for yourself, and number two, uh, you don't care about anyone else other than yourself. Exactly. So there's no way Simon Gotch went into business for himself on that. Yeah, it wasn't a very. I mean, it was more so just him telling the story. That was pretty much clickbait. It. Yeah, Super very clickbait. clickbait. Um, it's on YouTube. You can find it easily. But uh, for those of you, um, this this was in response to a shoot interview that uh, Gotch did a while back, in which. Um, Gotch did criticize Enzel for, uh, number one, his lack of wrestling knowledge. And um, given after the tweet he did last week and his uh, various other, um, I guess, misunderstandings about professional wrestling, yeah. it, it kinda, he, he kind of like makes himself seem like he doesn't know. what he, he, He's not a wrestling fan. You know what I mean? He, he, um, he claims he is. He says he's, he grew up on the product. But the more you hear his backstory, and uh, especially with his tweets, it, the more you see like, Maybe this guy is not a fan, and he's just saying that just to for the sake of saying it. Well, I mean, it's it's a it's a good way to make a living. It is. He's he's great on the mic. I'll give him that. Um, he's a great talker. But as far as uh, wrestling and like saying he's as much of a fan as he says he is, I don't buy it, brother. I don't. I don't buy it now. Yeah, I'm not sold. <laughs> anyway, let's get into fast lane. Um, great pay per view. What do you guys think? I thought it was really good, man. They had some dope ass matches, and then they, you know, they changed up a few right off the cuff, and I was like, "Wait, what the fuck? Like, what, what's going on here?" But I dug it. It was cool. Like everything turned out really solid. Yeah, with they uh, they changed the Rey Mysterio um, Andrade Cien Almas pre show match. I'm glad they did to a fatal four way on the main card for the title for the U.S. title, and that was probably my favorite match. That and the. Uh, Dan O'Brien uh, match, which we'll talk about. Um, Rightf- rightfully so. I'm glad they put those two back on the main card because there, there's no way. They, they had no business being on the pre-show. No way. No way. And I'm, got, I'm glad they smartened up and said, you know what? Let's do this on the main show. And they delivered. That was a great match. For me, Fastlane was, Fastlane was all right. It, was, it wasn't too bad. It, the, the booking, though, that's where I just scratched my head. I'm thinking, like, why would why did you do that? Like, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, they they booked another match. They put uh, Kofi. I mean, they're, they're building this Kofi storyline because the crowd is 100% behind Kofi. Um, and they're really building to, like, screw him out of, like, opportunities. So backstage before the show, uh, Big E, you know, the New Day go up to Vince. And they, they're demanding that he's included in, as a triple threat in this match. Vince says, all right, it's going to be a triple threat for the title. Go out there. The match is right now. And then Kofi goes out there, and he's all excited, and he's waiting for Dan O'Brien to come out. And he's not met by Dan O'Brien. He's actually met by the bar, and it's turned into a handicap match. And we're gonna get a fatal. Four, we're gonna get a triple threat later on in the night with Mustafa. But this was just—it's a good way to get Kofi over, um, especially with what they did on SmackDown. They made him feel sympathetic, for sure. That that they did. But to be honest with you, like. Who the fuck thought that they were going to put that the championship match at the beginning of the fucking pay-per-view? They've seen it before. Hey, they've done it before. But the, that's like the biggest match. Like The Kofi universal had, title is the biggest match, brother. Kofi had to have known that that wouldn't have happened. Like you know, I'm there, not, Every other match hasn't happened. And they're like, yeah, we're going to put that match right at the beginning. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I want your guys' opinion on this. Do you see the WWE title now as kind of like the equivalent to the IC title now. Like it's 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 almost like a secondary belt. There's it it totally is. I mean, there's not they're not pushing it like the universal title which we haven't seen in a very long in a time. A very long time. Um and it hasn't been defended even in even in even more time. Um but somehow for some reason that is their main title and it sucks because there's no history to it. It's like LAFC. I think we've talked about this before. <laughs> yes. There's no history to it. No one it shouldn't be uh put on a pedestal like it is this great thing, but somehow 
it's it's in the company's eyes in MLS's eyes it's the hottest new thing and everyone should respect that more than what's been around for years ages i mean and it's also the top belt on raw and whatever uh, the top belt is on raw is going to be the top belt on the company but see and that's the shitty thing because smackdown is by far the better brand they i think they're selling everything way better and even Daniel Bryan, he's making this whole gimmick so much better. And you'd think that they would get behind that and put more time into that and like show off that show off that a little bit more, which I think they're doing a little bit. But I have a feeling once this gets closer to Mania, um, Lesnar is going to take over and it's just going to be all about that shit. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not I'm kind of iffy about it, but. I'm still invested in this Kofi thing, so it's I'm I'm fucking sold by it. I'm I'm invested in it too, but it's just um I that's what I've noticed, and this isn't just a Daniel Bryan problem. This has been going on really for man. You can go as far back as to when Gender won the belt, and even maybe a little bit before that. Do you remember when SmackDown was just a glorified recap show of Raw? Yeah, like it, for years it was like that. But then once they decided to redo the draft, uh, once they decided to do the brand split, it seemed like. SmackDown was going to, I mean, they had it right the first time when they had the WWE champion go to SmackDown and have him defend the belt on both shows. Once they introduced the the universal title, you already knew what was going to happen. Like, they're, they're going to make that belt the B belt, no matter what. Even though it is a WWE belt, it was on SmackDown. SmackDown's going to be the B show no matter what. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, whatever. Um, overall... Fastlane was great. We got a little off topic, but um, between that, the the WWE title match and the uh, universe, the US title match, um, solid show. Becky and Ronda, I mean Becky and Charlotte, were having like a really. I think they were having a good match. Char- uh, Becky was really selling the leg, like she was really fucked up, and it was only for Ronda Rousey to come up and give her just one punch to give Becky the DQ. And now we're getting the triple threat match. What? That's how they wanted to end it. That's how they wanted to send. Oh wait, no, there was the shield match that was last. My that bad. was yeah, it was um, last match. But I mean, it's I don't know. I think that it could have been a lot more. And I, I quite frankly, it makes Ronda look stupid. She explained her actions on Raw, but at the same time, like, why would you not? Why would you want the disadvantage in this match? They overbooked it and made it so overcomplicated that. I'm I'm beginning to lose interest in the storyline just because it's so overbooked. Dude, they had it in their hands. Becky wins the Royal Rumble, comes out the next night on Raw and is like, I wanna challenge um I wanna challenge Ronda Rousey. And then that's where we should have been. That should have been it. Laser focus right on that. Mm-hmm. But instead, we gotta get Charlotte in there and we gotta do this and we gotta have her arrested and fired. She actually talked about it on SmackDown, which is kind of funny. We got to get her fired and we got to get her, you know, un- unclear her and have her have a knee injury. Have her suspended, stuff like that. Have her arrested. I mean, yeah, it was it was overbooked for sure. I don't know why they did it like this. What they could, I, I thought, I thought well after this match that Ronda would just end up attacking both of them, which that's what she should have done. She should have just beat the living shit out of both of them. And then it would make her look a little bit stronger, a little bit cooler, a little bit better. Um, but she just kind of like walked out of the ring and just said, all right, see you later. You're yeah, welcome. It should have been a full assault. Yeah. And then she just kind of like, they just ended it like that. It was, it was very so anticlimactic. Fucking weird, man. It was so odd. I didn't get it. Um, another match that happened was uh, Shane and Miz versus the Usos. Oh, that was a big... Uh that was a big something. Yeah, yeah that was with, a big um, turn. With uh, with Mr. Miz, George out, out in the ring, and we finally see the heel turn. However, it was not what we expected. I think we all expected the Miz to turn, right? Absolutely. Miz is a, Miz is a heel. Yeah. Deep down, he is. <laughs> I, I can't buy him as a baby face. I still don't buy it. Um, I don't buy it. Apparently, he he wasn't on SmackDown because he was hurt so bad, but I don't. I didn't think the beat up beat down was that. I've seen him take worse, way worse than that. They're they're inconsistent with the whole beat downs because I've seen, <laughs> um, what was it a while back where where Ronda got the shit beat out of her by Becky. Yeah, and, and then she was the on, next, and the next day on Raw she comes back unscathed like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. With this, yeah, with Shane when Shane beat the shit out of the Miz, he didn't show up to Raw. I mean to SmackDown. I'm sorry, and but it's like they're being inconsistent with it. Like 
if, if you're going to do an angle like that, either stick with it and have them out for a while or don't have them out at all, but be consistent with it. Absolutely. M- maybe he was just uh, embarrassed. That's why he didn't show up. <laughs> that could be. Um, he got beat by a 50-year-old man. <laughs> Wait, what? Shane's 50? He's close to 50. God damn. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, he he didn't look like it at first, but like when when, when I saw him on Tuesday, he looked like he looked pretty close to 50, dude. He looked he looked about right, dude, like about that age. Fuck. He was gassed. He was he was breathing heavily during the match. He he definitely looked like he was a too many cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah, he looked a little heavier. <laughs> I was going to say, man, at the same time, I don't think I'm going to criticize about Shane McMahon either, so He's a legit jiu-jitsu guy. He is. Yeah. Um, so in the picks, me and Dick tied. Uh, very anticlimactic. This this pay-per-view is pretty, is pretty easy to call. Uh, pretty predictable. Um, we had, you know, the Boston Hug connection, obviously, we're going to retain. Dan O'Brien, I mean, he's going to take that title to Mania. Um, Usos, you know, predictable. Easy. Oscar with the fucking she almost kicked Mandy Rose's head off. Yeah. Um in that match. That was pretty dope. Uh Revival retaining and you know, Samoa Joe retains his title. I don't know where they're gonna go with this. Um, but it'll be very interesting. They just gotta just make him look tough, man. That's all they gotta do, man. They don't they don't have to it's have him win his matches. That's all he has to do now. Just yeah. have him win. Don't have him lose. I mean I, I don't like I know I realized this on on when I was watching Raw I don't like championship matches on Raw and SmackDown every week. No, um, it's unnecessary. That's what the pay per views are for, you know. Um, and we'll we'll talk about what happened on Raw in a little bit, but I just I I feel like you can't build anything when you're having title matches on the shows themselves. Here and there, I remember you know when Mick Foley won the title on Raw, like that was a big deal because that the title was never defended on Raw. It was rarely defended on Raw, and it was a different era because you had to get eyeballs drawn onto the product. Um, this was during the middle of the Monday Night War. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, they, they had to do that. I mean, it was kind of like just a, uh, wait, what? There was a defense on, on Raw? I have to watch that so they would people would change the channel. Yeah, and back then, I'm sure the belts felt more important than oh, they do now. Belts are, belts are trash es- now. Especially the WWE title. It felt more important back then and now absolutely uh so let's oh another thing we forgot to talk was the shield triple threat i thought oh yeah i, I, about I, that. I thought that six-man tag match was really good it delivered and and um above and beyond what it should have been was it a no dq match because they weren't in the ring really at all yeah it seemed like it was the case in fact i noticed toward the end because it hadn't been no dq match because when the shield did the triple powerbomb spot on who was it i think it was mcintyre Yes. Okay, yeah. McIntyre, and I noticed Corbin slid in the ring, and he was in the ring for the longest, but the ref kept uh, distract. They, they kept he kept himself focused on the shield. And I'm thinking, this is like, is this a no DQ match? Because <laughs> if that's count out, right? no no countout match, I'm thinking like, if that's the case, then Corbin should have won because <laughs> by countout he was in the ring for like longer than ten. Yeah. But um, apparently it was no DQ, no disqual, no DQ, no countout. Um. Aside from that, though, I thought that was a great match. Um, Corbin delivered. Um, I was surprised by how he delivered in that match. All of them stepped it up. It was a great match. Um, th- I think that was probably my my second favorite match of the night by far. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I just I I don't like when they just put together three random bad guys to go against the 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 faces in this situation. It's to me, it's it's I don't know, it's kind of boring. Like, why why do these guys not like these guys? Right. Like, I never got that connection, so it kind of took me out of it. No, I I agree with you, but um, just watching the match and how it delivered, it it it, it exceeded expectations for sure. I mean, the Shield were very um, underdoggy in underdoggy style in that one. Ooh, underdoggy, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little underdoggy style in that one. Underdoggy, um, <laughs> as opposed to overdoggy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's, let's get let's, the hashtag underdoggy. Hashtag underdoggy for sure. Get that trending. Let's talk about Raw. A lot of, lot of, you know, we are on the road to WrestleMania, folks, and it is on. We got past the roadblock that was Fastlane, and they are going. They're they're going. I mean this 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 WrestleMania card looks pretty stacked, dude. It is overly stacked. I am like I'm I, every every match. 
that they have set up, I'm very excited for. Like, i overly excited for it. Like, now I'm excited for The Miz and Shane. Like, oh. I wasn't excited for that match. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, it's going to be a good match. I mean, I don't see it going bad. I mean, well, it's going to be a quick match, but I, I don't see it going the, bad. The storyline the story is going to get them through that. Um, we'll see how the match goes, though. Yeah. Um, so, let's talk about what happened on SmackDown. We'll talk about the, the big moments, and then we'll get into the little parts. But Finn Balor had the t- IC title for a whole two weeks and drops it back to Bob Lash. What What's in store for Finn now? I don't know. I mean, is he going to get his big WrestleMania moment reclaiming the IC belt? I mean, we've already seen that happen. Can we get the demon versus the dead man? That's what I'm hearing, actually. I've, I've, I've been seeing the news flicker about that, about that being the match, that that's the reason why he dropped the IC title. That would be... That would be huge. Huge, man. That'd be such a dope match. But do you think that Undertaker can go the same speed as Finn? No, he doesn't have to. Finn will carry that match. He'll have to carry that match, exactly. That, that's how that's how you're gonna get a good match out of the Undertakers with a smaller guy. Look at look at when he fought when he fought Roman Reigns, not so much. When he fought uh CM Punk. CM Punk carried him through that whole match. Shawn great. Michaels, but then again, that was ten years ago. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I could see Finn really, really pulling his weight and really doing a lot of selling on Undertaker's offense. Um, that would be that would be a great match. Or, you know, we could just be fantasy booking ourselves to hell and we're going to get a triple threat for the IC title. <laughs> we're going to get or, multi- or some sort of multi-man match. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens. But it was crazy that he dropped it right there on Raw. Like, I'll be honest with you. I don't like the idea of uh, Undertaker wrestling again. Yeah, me either. I, I'm not a big fan of that. I because last year he, I, I don't even want to call it a match. It was just more like a a, a segment. Um, the match with Roman was not very good, and the match the match with Bray and the match with Shane and with Brock. His, his past WrestleMania matches have not been very good. I mean, his age is starting to catch up to him. You could see it. Who did he fight last year? It was John Cena. It was even it was even a right. match. That's right. It was just more like a segment. Yeah, it, it really it was like a one minute squash match and i have no desire to see that match again for 20 minutes or any um, sort of amount of time with anyone else well do you think undertaker is gonna you know retire this year i, th- I feel like it's got to be close he's we've been saying that for the past five years but i mean with the what's happened in the last couple of years um i could see undertaker you know just being like you know what i'm done let me put over some some young guy let me put over finn balor he definitely should. I mean, that's how the that's how the streak should have ended. Exactly. I mean, he really. I mean, it re- kind of did. I mean, he put over Brock Lesnar, but I don't know if Brock Lesnar needed it. Like, absolutely, he's not. not the guy that needs something to put him over, like killing the fucking streak. Yeah, it should have been a younger guy like Finn, or you know, I don't even know who else. At, at the time, they thought it was a good idea because it made Brock legit more, even more legitimate. Um. But you look at it now, and you look at what, how it led up to it, and where we're at. Ugh. It was, it was almost unnecessary. The worst idea ever. Because you I could c- still build Brock to be the monster that he is, and still have him lose to Taker. It's still possible. But um, instead, they wanted to beat Taker. They wanted to beat the streak, and that should have been it for Taker. That yeah, should, thirty should have been the last one. WrestleMania. He left his well, yeah, that one, and then after he lost to Roman, he you know left his ring gear in the ring and. That went down to hell. That should have been it. We too. all thought it was, that was it. That was a perfect way to end it. But, but Shane McMahon needed a match that year. <laughs> Actually, Shane wrestled first, and then it was Roman. Okay, my bad. But <laughs> even then, like they shouldn't have done the John Cena segment match. That was unnecessary. Uh, yeah, they. I don't know. They were over. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Because I mean, we're we're this is fantasy booking. So we'll of see course. what happens with Finn dropping the belt. I mean, they got what three weeks. To make something happen? Around so. there. We'll see. Another person that's retiring, Kurt Angle, has revealed that he gave a promo in front of a hometown crowd that his match at WrestleMania will be his last. Who do you guys think is going to be his opponent? That's a good question. I can't think of anyone that would really fit there. Me either. I can't really think of anybody. All I can think of is maybe like like um, his son. <laughs> No, well, <laughs> Kurt Angle Jr. <laughs> Jason Jordan is uh, out. He don't. Yeah, I don't think Jason. I mean, although that would be, that would be nice for Jason Jordan. He can get that rub, but 
Unfortunately, it'd be pointless. If, it would be pointless at this point. Yeah, um, he's probably done for. They're saying his career is over. So really, yeah. Holy, it's a, it's unfortunate. A bad, bad, that's very unfortunate for him. It's like a TJ Wilson um, injury where it's like, uh, it's probably better to not wrestle anymore. Fuck, that sucks, man. Um, I feel I, bad for the guy. I mean, <laughs> I would like to see like maybe Gable. That'd be Gable would be dope. That'd be cool. I mean, they got the kind of like the same style, and Gable's fucking awesome, man. Put him over. Yes. He's fucking great. The only problem with that though is they got three weeks to build. I don't know how they're gonna do that in three weeks. Yeah, he's kind of in a tag team too. Or even Apollo, they had that match. So, yeah, I that was know. his last Raw match. He yeah, said he did. Yeah, he said that Apollo that was Bruce. it. So we'll see. I think this kind of uh, my question kind of segues to this, and that involves John Cena because that's another guy who doesn't have a WrestleMania match at this moment. There's rumors around like as far as who could be his opponent. I mean, r- rumors is that he could be with uh, Samoa Joe or Kurt Angle. Samoa which, Joe would be dope. Which is, okay, so we know the answer is Samoa Joe. I would love to see that match too because they never wrestled. Uh, not even in TNA. John Cena and um, Samoa Joe. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about Kurt Angle. Although I would, I would love to see Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. I think that would be another another match right there as yeah. well. Um, but Samoa Joe and, and John Cena sounds like a dope match. It sounds because it, it's never been done. They've uh, never wrestled before. Yeah, that's like uh, that's like Sting versus uh, Hogan, you know, or like or a, Sting and Undertaker. Yeah, two guys that. We're in two different companies for most of the career, and uh, are in the same com- same company now. Excuse me. Um, I don't know. I don't know who I would want to see. I could see John Cena doing a Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair kind of, yeah, kind of send off because John Cena was Kurt Angle's first opponent ever on a, on that that SmackDown. On that SmackDown, show. he wrestled Kurt Angle. Yeah, you're right. So I mean, it'd be fitting for his first match to be against Kurt Angle and Kurt Angle's last match to be against John Cena. I can see that happening. I would definitely like to see Small Joe a little bit more, but that that storyline, I feel like I could get get behind as well. And, and then oh, Triple H and Batista, what do you guys feel about uh, the buildup and then the, the upcoming match at WrestleMania? I don't know how I feel about it. I I, I I like it. I'm I'm excited for the match definitely, but this promo that they fucking shot was fucking god awful, and they kind of went in on each other. Was not god awful. You're fucking wrong. <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't like Dave Batista's uh, give it to me. You know what I want. I feel like it was uh, someone forgot their line or something. Some some kind of miscue happened and they were stalling a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think it was god awful. I, if anything, I'm, I'm, I I'm ready. Passion. Yeah, I'm ready for this shit, dude, because, you know, it got very shooty on that and in, in that back and forth where, you know, Batista is, you know, talking to Triple H and he's just basically like I'm. You're the only guy I've wanted to match with. We've, you've known this for a long time, and this is what I want. And give it to me, give me what I want. Um, and then Triple H was just he he kind of came back at him and was like, um, you know, when in Evolution we you know there's a lot of story behind these two guys. Yes, thirteen plus years of storytelling. So we can wow. definitely go this way. One thing I did think was weird was I had to like listen to it twice because. Triple H says, "All right, I'm gonna give you what you want," and then Batista's like, "But I, I'm gonna, I want you, I want to, I want it on my terms." And then Triple's like, "All right, you want your match, you got it, you got your match, but it's gonna be on my terms." So like, whose terms are we on, really? They both have the same terms, from what it seems like. Yeah, we're gonna get a no holds barred match at WrestleMania, which is exciting because it's gonna cover up, you know, maybe a little bit of like a lot of Batista's ring rust, ring rust and, and Triple H is not. The spring chicken that he was. Yeah, so I mean, I'm all, I'm all for that. That sounds like a dope match. I'm all excited for it. I mean, it's gonna be a great match. Don't I back just pedal now. Bro. I just <laughs> I'm just saying that promo was a little fucking weird. Like I just didn't get it. You're right. Maybe someone did forget their lines, and like it was just that's probably the reason why it happened that way. But I just I was like, what? It's, what come get to the fucking point. Like just fucking make the match. I think you're following the heel kid a little, a little too closely, dude. <laughs> it looked like a porno. <laughs> just um, saying. Well, the internet did go crazy um, over that segment, <laughs> dude. They rehashed that segment into so many porno like type <laughs> type videos. Man, it was quick. It's fucking hilarious, man. Did you guys see that segment where Braun Strowman got a car? 
I saw him destroy the shit out of that car. He went full Street Fighter on this car. Yes, he did. And uh, and turns out that was just an advertisement for this new toy coming out with a car, the same car that Braun beat up on Raw, um, and a Braun Strowman action figure. So you can destroy cars with the Braun Strowman action figure. So very creative way to have an advertisement in the middle of the show. Big time. <laughs> they definitely planned that segment and that shit way in advance. Um, I mean, but other than that, it's kind of... All that Raw was. Ronda goes heel. That's pretty much, that was a small tidbit, but. Bruh, she's been heel. And she fucking ragdolled fucking Dana Brooke for sure. Yeah, I mean, I felt like Dana Brooke was scared just yeah. even talking a little bit. Um, And then she just gets fucked up. She um, tried the best she could with that promo. Um, If it was someone else that I think was not given an opportunity like Dana Brooke. Because with Dana Brooke, she was given a lot of opportunities. She was she was pushed to the main roster way before she should have been. Oh yeah, Vince likes his blondes. That's true. Um, and she when she first came in, there was a lot of expectations on her. She's she came from the fitness world, very athletic, fitness dick. <laughs> hey oh, <laughs> every time I hear fitness, like I'm gonna go to LA Fitness, like oh you're gonna LA Fitness, fitness dick, dick. <laughs> fitness dick in your mouth. Hey oh, <laughs> but um, she had all the attributes that. We're going to make her to be a top star, but she just could not deliver in the ring. Unfortunately for them, yeah. Um, definitely could have, you know, used a little bit more polish in NXT for sure. Yes, and she got sacrificed to Ronda. Yep. All right, let's talk about SmackDown. Uh, Shane McMahon cuts a heel promo in the ring and basically is just like, I'm tired of people asking me for shit. You guys always come up to me and you want my help for things and like... I've helped you guys for way too long, and I'm sick of it. And I'm all I'm all about it because Miz kind of was like, "I need you to help me win the tag championships for my dad." Um, so when he loses them, Shane lost his mind too. He's like, "You know, I'm fucking done helping people." Yeah, and then he beat the shit out of him for it. And um, <laughs> like how he like even the the ring announcer was like, he bullied he, the fuck out of the <laughs> ring announcer. What the fuck did you call me? <laughs> Say it right. Say it better. Say it with conviction. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That poor man's face. I didn't realize how pudgy it was until Shane yeah. started like grabbing it really hard. Well, he's got a. He is Vince's son, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. If, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how Vince was like that to his talent back in the day, or even still now, dude. Yeah, probably. That geriatric fuck. <laughs> geriatric fuck. Uh, AJ Styles and Randy Orton had a great promo back and forth. A lot of, a lot of small little jabs. Um, Kind of tongue in cheek, you know, giving winks to uh, throwing shaded Dixie Carter. Yeah, people in the know, people that read the dirt sheets, Dick's Dirty News. <laughs> um, definitely a, a nod and a wink to us. Um, what did he say? He he said that uh, Randy Orton is just has a knockoff diamond cutter, and he said, "Oh, you want to talk about stealing?" And then he throws up the too sweet, and he's like, "What about that? What about that?" And all of your indie buddies. That, that that steal things and there was a really good back and forth um i'm all i'm all i didn't think i'd be excited for a randy orton match but i'm actually excited for an randy orton match i i think that's a perfect po- opponent for aj for this year for us absolutely he's a top guy yeah i mean and aj even aj went in on him pretty pretty hard man i mean he was telling him like uh what did he say like he never got over on his on on his own he needed a he Evolution to, yeah. and, and legacy and his, his and rated RKO. I think uh, during that promo, like he he, I think they also appreciated the young bucks as well because didn't they call um, legacy his young bucks? No, did he really? I think he did. <laughs> That's Ooh. dope. So they so AJ um, definitely gave Matt and Nick a shout out right there. Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, um, Orton like Triple H. His success was best known in groups as well, like with Evolution when he first was brought up. Mm-hmm. He was brought up with Flair, Batista, and Hunter. You know, and he achieved the level of being a main eventer because of that. And then when he started fading away, he needed to build his own legacy, and that's why you got Cody and Ted, the sons of Ted DiBiase and Dusty Rhodes, and Manu for one week. And Manu, remember him <laughs> for one week. For one week. To uh to prop him up and for a while he was doing pretty well and then once he was gotten around in um mediocre status with the Wyatt family remember that yeah that he was that part was of the Wyatt family so fucking weird 
Wait, Randy Orton was in the Wyatt family? Yeah. yeah. He was he was in there for maybe like a month or something. Like it was pretty quick. Oh, that's but he was right. in there he for was a while. Weird. What what happened to Bray Wyatt? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Parts unknown. <laughs> he's eating a he's eating a lot of salad. <laughs> Tossing it too. That, that's AO. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually intrigued for that match. I think it's gonna be a great match. Um we say, you know, Orton is a bland performer, but you know what? His in-ring work is solid, and I think he, with the right opponent, he'll deliver, and I, I can't wait for that match. And you know AJ is going to deliver. He's going to deliver. Yeah. AJ always delivers, man. It's his show. He's going put put to put on a great match. Um, Other than that, SmackDown was kind of lame, I feel like. I, uh, I liked it. I, I, I liked the... I liked that. Those those promos mostly... Um. The the Andrade uh, and Joe versus Ray and Truth. I thought that was a great match. Yeah, that that actually was a solid match. I forgot um, about that. And then Joe, after right after that, he gets defeated by uh, um, he got defeated by Ray in a roll up, and Joe just goes buck wild and starts beating the shit out of his own tra- tag team partner. <laughs> he fucks up everybody. <laughs> he was Dude. like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, who do you do you think that would they're gonna do another Fatal Four Way at Mania? Honestly, we've already seen it. I wouldn't be upset about it because it's a great match. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Andrade is just so good. Andrade Cien Almas is so good. Yes. They've trained me, bro. Ooh, yeah. I was so all in on Cien Almas, but they've trained me to just say Andrade. How do they do that, man? <laughs> Every week, I don't dude. Know, but Every week. I still call him Andrade Cien Almas. I, it's just, it's... I, ha- still, I, can't, I can't not just call him Andre, it's Andrade. It's Cien Almas for me. You I gotta have, say his name right first before you. Uh, <laughs> How do you say it then? Andrade, Andrade, Andrade. Well, you were saying Andre for a little bit. That's why I. I, I had Andrade. a. I had a, a quick question. Too fast. I had a quick question for you guys. Question. Shoot. How fast do you think that Rico, uh, Ricochet and uh, Alistair Black are gonna end up getting injured because they're on Raw and SmackDown day in day out every week? Like I feel like that's gonna end up happening because they're they're on both shows. And they're I mean, doing matches, and they're doing great matches. And I feel like one of them might end up getting injured. I hope, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that they, doesn't uh, happen. Knocking on wood. So they're like uh, the hottest thing right now, but they are definitely working them for I'm, sure. I'm more so concerned about Ricochet and his style. Like his, he that style of his, he can't be doing that every night. I, f- I, I, I feel like eventually the wear and tear will catch up to him. So he may have to change his style a little bit. Um, Alistair Black, not so much. Um, he. He, he, he's more of a striker, and he stays at the ground for the most part. He may have a few um, area moves, but no yeah. one to the level of Ricochet. If anything, I'm more concerned about Ricochet. Cause Rick O'Shea. Rick O'Shea, there you go. In tribute to St. Patrick's Day. Rico. It is coming up this weekend, by the way. But um, how he landed the 630 on Raw on Monday, was, I, I was a little concerned because he, he looked like he, he landed like very awkward. I missed it. Uh, yeah, I must have missed that. Yeah, he... um. He didn't like he landed like head like like kind of like bent like head first kind of. Ooh, that's scary. So that was kind of bad. Like it was almost like his back was like kind of like caved in a, like, caved in a little bit, I guess you could say. But it didn't Yeesh. look right. Um, point point being though is that the way his style is, he, he can't keep that up every day. He's gonna eventually have to alter his style a little bit just to get some longevity. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else happened? Oh, we gotta talk about the um. Kofi Kingston, Vinnie Mac segment. That's what I was about to get to. Oh, um, so did it feel racist? A little bit, <laughs> but I mean, I feel like I know what they're talking about. But at the same time, knowing WWE's history of not really booking, you know, uh, black talent to be main eventers, but also I can see it coming from Vince. Like you've always been a mid Carter this whole time, you know, um, but. He even went so far to call him a B plus player. Which yeah, was a nod because he said, "I actually heard this from Dan O'Brien. He says you're a B plus player." Like, ooh, we're doing that again. Okay, we're coming up on the five year anniversary of that. By the way, it's Damn. almost like this. It's kind of going full circle in a way because five years ago, Dan O'Brien was a B plus player who was who wasn't even going to give his opportunity until the fans put him in that spot. Yeah, and now that he's the champion, he's telling the fans to pretty much. To go fuck themselves in a way, and now Kofi is the guy. He's now the B plus player that is in in, in the in uh, Vince's eyes, but the fans want to see him just go and get that moment. 
I don't even need him to win. I just want to see him in the match. I want him to win. I think at this, I think at this point, the way they're doing <laughs> if it, if you want to be dope, but they, they yeah. have to. They ha- he has to win now. Like anything less than, than him winning the belt, I think is going to be a disappointment. Well, what they're doing with him now is Vince says, "All right, you'll be in the match, but you got to go against this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy." Kofi's going to run the gauntlet again next week he for is. his shot at WrestleMania versus Randy Orton, Samoa Joe. Rowan and the bar that I mean, the odds are stacked against him. And I mean, he's going to win, right? Obviously, uh, (laughs) I kind of wish they kind of took it easy on the gauntlet matches and saved that sparingly. But who knows? Maybe that'll change my mind and um, we'll have a a great match. I could see it happening this week. Um, I, I mean, I could see it happening for this instance. But yeah, I mean, the gauntlet matches are you can't have them every you can't have them every every like every so often. Do you, um, do you think that this is going to turn into a triple threat match again? Like the women's I match? I think it's going to be a multi-man match. Because I feel like it is. Because it's going to, like, with KO still in the picture uh, going against Daniel Bryan and still kind of, like, one-upping. And then you have Mustafa Ali also in the match and wanting those those matches for the belt. And I kind of feel like this is going to end up being a fatal four-way of some sort or maybe even a triple threat at some point. It's multi-man match mania. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> a multi-man match. Um, and on, speaking of Mustafa Ali, I felt bad for that guy on Sunday. He got booed. Oh, yeah. He got booed bad. And it wasn't even his fault. It's they did the same fault. thing to Rey Mysterio when he came in at number 30. Um, they booed him out of the building. And it wasn't because they don't like him. It's because it's not what they were expecting it or what they wanted. It was a what-the-fuck moment, you know. And, I mean, in, his, in Mustafa's eyes, he did get screwed and, like, it, it, not not so much screwed, but more so like he was just a, a victim of bad luck. Abs- I mean, he was in a bad situation. He was I'm, in a bad situation, and unfortunately, you know, he couldn't wrestle. I mean, he. I, I don't think that they booed like him in general, like him as a wrestler. I think they booed in the general sense that it wasn't Kofi. I literally like just said that. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying like because like he it went even on Raw. I mean, he got cheers. So I mean, I don't think that they didn't like him being in the match i think they just in general like it was just a, a bad situation i literally just said those exact same <laughs> words i'm just i'm like i'm kind of wording it like so that it, no he's definitely not a bad guy that they're gonna start booing he's yeah. just for the night he wasn't who they wanted yeah so i don't know we'll see how this match ends up being but i right now everyone's on the kofi train and you mentioned about having racist undertones, and um, there was a and there was a similar storyline a while back with uh, Booker T. You guys remember how that storyline went, where um, Triple H kind of went. It was even more un, had more racist undertones. I he, mean, he called him nappy headed, nappy headed. You know, awful guys like you don't don't deserve to be where I'm at. Um, he was hinting at you know Booker T's time in jail and the fact that he went back to prison when he was a, when he was a kid, and of course his nappy hairness and. Um, saying that he was never going to be at that level. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank God. I mean, well, I mean, you no. can't do it nowadays. <laughs> well, Triple H got out the shovel anyways. He got it out, yeah. He buried him on, on the promo and buried him at fucking WrestleMania. Gave him the pedigree and then crawled ever so slowly for the pin and Booker T just had to sit there and act like it was the most devastating, devastating pedigree of them all. Um, I forgot to mention this up top. Alexa Bliss is going to be the host for WrestleMania. Who cares, right? For reals. I was like, wow. Like, who, I wonder who it's going to be. Who are they going to bring out? So she's not clear to, she's not clear to wrestle there. Yeah. I, I, she was for a little bit, right? That's what I thought, too. Like She must have re-aggravated something. I guess so. I mean, she hasn't, she hasn't wrestled in what? Well over... It has been at least three months, right? Three, four months? S- something. What happened? What's so funny? Because <laughs> you said it aggravated. I was going to say re-aggravated this dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bobby. Um, oh, I'm, I'm getting... I'm just reading this right now. Eminem is rumored to be at WrestleMania and going to do the music for 2K20. Ooh, really? Oh, wait, wait. I'm getting word um, that is fake news. That is not true. What year and is this? It's gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that, that was Raw and SmackDown for the week. Um, that was our Fast Lane recap. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I did. Um, we are winding down here. 
just want to give a big shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for listening, subscribing, downloading, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. We are the new, 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 new world order of professional podcasting, and we will see you next week.